You're listening to Positively Anti-Inflammatory, the show for people just like you who want to keep inflammation down and your spirits up. I'm your host, Alyssa Abrahamson, functional nutritional therapist and wellness coach. Today and every Wednesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide as I offer insightful ways for you to lead a positively anti-inflammatory life. Hey there, welcome back to Positively Anti-Inflammatory. It is episode 144. And today we're talking about adaptogens. So you've probably heard of them, adaptogens. It seems like they've been getting they've been getting a lot of popularity over the past several years. And I was trying to remember when the first time I heard about them, and I'm kind of can pinpoint it actually. I had a friend who was telling me about ashwagandha and she was taking it to help with stress. And we just talked a little bit about adaptogens and I was very unfamiliar, but super curious. So today I'm going to give you an overview of what adaptogens are, how they work, what they do to the body, what their benefits are, what possible side effects they can bring, what you need to consider before taking adaptogens, you know, basically who should not be taking them? Are they safe for everyone? (laughs) Okay. And, you know, so there's, well, okay, here's the deal. I'm not an herbalist, although that would be amazing if I was. And hey, you know what? There's always, there's always time. So I uh, really, as I've been working on this episode, I definitely want to have an herbalist on the podcast uh, so we can go deeper into this vast subject of herbs and plant substances. But for today's podcast, I'm giving you an overview of adaptogens, okay? And so let's just start off by what are they? So adaptogens are herbs, plants, and other plant substances like mushrooms that help our bodies deal with stress and fatigue and anxiety. And adaptogens can be consumed as supplements in capsules or teas or tinctures. And when consumed... Adaptogens help to strengthen the body's natural response to stress. Okay, so adaptogens help your body's resilience against physical, emotional, environmental stress. They can help bring your body back into a steady balance balance or homeostasis by managing those mental or physical stressors. So while adaptogens have been become more and more popular in recent years, They have been used for centuries to treat a variety of ailments, really, you know, dating back to, you know, ancient Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine. And what's interesting is that modern scientific research on adaptogens really started around World War II. And the term adaptogen, what I learned as I was as I was researching, was introduced in the 1940s by a Soviet scientist and uh, medical doctor, let's see if I can say the name, Nikolai Lazarev, who was studying the body's resilience to stress. So um, also the term adaptogen is rooted in the Latin. Now, I don't know Latin, so I'm just sorry if you're a Latin expert and you're going to be like, you just said it wrong. Um, Adaptare, um, which means to fit or adjust and applies to substances that elevate the body's stress resistance. Okay, so adaptogens. 
They're classified as therapeutic botanicals, and there are more than 70 types of herbal plants that are considered adaptogens. So some examples are holy basil or tulsi, it's also known as tulsi, ashwagandha, ginseng, astragalus, goji berries, uh, rhodiola, cordyceps, and reishi mushrooms. All of these are examples of adaptogens. But not all herbs or plant, you know, substances work as adaptogens. So, you know, I do know that a lot of the healing plants and mushrooms we think of as adaptogens that we've, you know, maybe we've seen of products like drink this tea or take this supplement, they might have adaptogenic properties, but they're not technically classified as adaptogens. So there are three criteria that plants or herbs must meet in order to be considered an adaptogen. So the first is that it's non-toxic when taken in normal doses. And I'm they I I don't I'm not exactly sure what normal doses are, but you know, so there's that. And then a second, it helps your body cope with stress. And then third, the third criteria um for a plant or herb to be considered an adaptogen is it allows your body to return to homeostasis, a stable state. Okay, so how do they work? Well, We know that any kind of stress, physical, emotional, hormonal, even things that we eat and drink affect the body's systems. And adaptogens can help with that. So adaptogens can have a balancing effect on something that we call the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, also known as the HPA axis. Okay, so the HPA axis describes the interaction between the hypothalamus pituitary gland and adrenal glands. And the HPA axis controls how we respond to physical and psychological stress. And it plays a really significant role in immune regulation, digestion, mood, metabolism, energy levels, and sex drive. And so when the HPA axis is unbalanced, it can really lead to health issues like adrenal fatigue or thyroid issues or low libido. And so the HPA, the HPA axis signals the adrenal glands to release cortisol, which is our primary stress hormone. That's cortisol. And then adaptogens, when we take them, they interact with the body's natural stress response, um, that HPA axis, by regulating the release of cortisol, that stress hormone. Okay, so then adaptogens work to support the adrenal glands by improving their response and resilience to stress. All right. And, you know, as I'm doing this, I just want to let you know that I will be doing a podcast just more specifically on the HPA access because it's super important. And it's, it's, it's on the one hand, it's complex, but on the other hand, it's pretty straightforward, but it's worthy of just a really kind of honing in on its own. Anyway, (laughs) so how do adaptogens actually work? All right. Well, as with everything, it so depends on the person. And we need to remember that just because your best, best friend is taking an adaptogen and it's changing their life, it doesn't mean that it will actually help you. Or just because you read somewhere that ashwagandha will help you doesn't mean you should run out and buy it and start taking it. 
Now, absolutely, there could be so many benefits by taking these herbs and mushrooms that qualify as adaptogens, and research is still, you know, it's it's growing, but also it's limited um, for for really showing what what they what they can do. But the good thing is, is as time is evolving, more research is showing that adaptogens can indeed fight fatigue, improve mood, enhance mental performance, ease depression, anxiety, and help you thrive. All right. So adaptogen advocates um, also say that they can boost overall health and help people with headaches, pain and inflammation, fibromyalgia, sleep problems, as I mentioned, you know, um, help with mental and physical fatigue that that comes with the stress, hormonal imbalances that affect the nervous system. And we need to remember that adaptogens work more as a temporary bandages, if if you will, but aren't like the solution to long-term stress. It's it's critical for you to address the underlying root causes of your health issues and your concerns and your stress. Okay, so I'd like to mention a few other categories of herbs and plant substances that are related to adaptogens. And I hope this isn't adding more confusion, but I just think it's super interesting because this 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 area is just so vast and it's so fascinating. Okay, so nervines and nootropics. So first, nervines, um, they're 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 an extensive spe- spectrum of plants or herbs that are commonly used to restore emotional balance and nourish the nerves and nervous system. And they can help bring, you know, ease back within ourselves and support our systems to calm down. They can help provide more restful sleep. And common nervines include chamomile. You've heard of chamomile. Passionflower. Valerian. Hops. Yes, the hops that you find in beer are a nervine. And lavender. So... Nervines are similar to adaptogens in that they are herbs that are often used to help with stress, but nervines act directly upon the nervous system in both long-term and acute situations, whereas adaptogens affect hormones in the body, specifically where I was mentioning cortisol, and not necessarily the nervous system. Okay, so many nervines are are considered are considered to be complementary for use alongside adaptogens to enhance their effects. And some adaptogens are also uh, nervines. So basically, due to multiple overlapping benefits like ashwagandha and rhodiola. So then there's also nootropics. Now, nootropics are commonly referred to as smart drugs or cognitive enhancers because they can enhance brain cognition, they can improve thinking and learning and memory, especially in, in circumstances or cases where these functions are impaired. So nootropics can either be a nutritional supplement or a or a synthetic compound or prescription medication. Okay. So common examples of a natural nootropic are ginkgo or ginseng. You've definitely heard of those. Lion's mane mushroom is also a type of nootropic. nootropic. And then examples of synthetic nootropics are Adderall or Ritalin, which are commonly prescribed drugs for ADHD that are stimulants that aid in enhancing attention and focus. Now, I have to tell you, this is so 
so interesting. Okay, well, first of all, I love the farmer's market. And I don't always get mushrooms every week, but just a few weeks ago, I was at the mushroom Play it like stand, and I got lion's mane mushroom, and I added it to this like vegetable uh, ground meat hash that I made that was absolutely delightful. Okay, so there's lion's mane, and yay nootropics. Okay, then literally yesterday, I was talking to a friend who is working with a clinical herbalist for some health issues she's dealing with, allergies and insomnia. And she was saying that this herbal tincture that the herbalist has her on is so helping her with sleep that she can't wake up. And she's so drowsy during the day. And it's like, holy shit, this stuff is powerful. So anyway, she's she's working with a dosage with the herbalist to... Um, to to figure out what dosage is, is right for her and it's going to work for her body. This is why it's so important to work with a healthcare professional who is who knows about this about these things. But what's so cool is that literally <laughs> literally I had just been kind of going down a little rabbit hole on nootropics because I was like this is so fascinating. I know I'm not doing an episode on nootropics, but I just need to understand a little bit more. And I was like lion's mane, that's so cool. And I was reading about lion's mane. I was like I just ate it. So anyway, I was talking to my friend and she's telling me about this and then she said that she had this dream. And this was I was like wow. She said that she had this like dream, this overwhelming positive um, kind of like message that she received during this dream was literally from her ancestors. And she's um, she's Korean American. And so she was saying that they she had this message in this dream to take lion's mane mushrooms. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, and I was like, has that ever happened to you before? And she said, absolutely not. I have never gotten a message like that in my life. And she said she looked it up and she found it in Chinese medicine and Korean medicine. And, you know, from thousands of years ago. And she has never, and I was like, this is crazy because I'm just, literally when I was talking to her, I was like, I was just reading up on lion's mane mushrooms. First of all, I just had them at the farmer's market. Secondly, I was just reading up on them. And let me just tell you a little bit about them. (laughs) They're a nootropic and they help with, they're like help with brain function. And she was like, oh my God. Anyway, is that so cool? So cool. I love the universe. (laughs) Anyway, so moving back to adaptogens. All right. So are, are adaptogens safe for everyone? So Yes, adaptogens can be safe, you know, can be powerful and helpful, but they can also react with certain medications and medicines. So they're not necessarily safe for everyone. So adaptogens can can impact how certain med- medicines work if you have medical conditions like, for example, diabetes or insomnia or hypertension or hypothyroidism and depression. So while adaptogens can really be well tolerated by so many adults, some common side effects include nausea or diarrhea or constipation, headaches, dry mouth, upset stomach or abdominal pain, abdominal pain, 
even allergic reactions. And there are certain populations of people that really should avoid use of adaptogens. So women who are pregnant or breastfeeding, people with diabetes, people with higher low blood pressure and taking medication for that, people with history of ulcers um, or who have a stomach ulcer currently, people with autoimmune disorders, especially thyroid disorders, and people who are literally about to go into surgery. So I'm going to just give you a couple examples. So ashwagandha, I really kind of think it's one of the most popular and and there are so many amazing benefits of it, like reducing stress, improving sleep, boosting athletic performance, improving memory, reducing inflammation, managing blood sugar. But ashwagandha can also have an immunosuppressant effect. So people with autoimmune disease really need to be careful. So if you have an autoimmune disease like me, I have rheumatoid arthritis, or if you have um, multiple sclerosis or lupus, ashwagandha might cause your immune system to become even more active. And this could increase the symptoms of the autoimmune disease. Also, if you have a thyroid disorder, thyroid disorder, like you have an overactive thyroid, ashwagandha could increase your levels even more. And the interesting thing about if you're due for surgery, so when you're taking ashwagandha, definitely, I mean, all of this check in with your doctor, but ashwagandha can may, may intensify the effects of anesthesia or other medications taken during and after surgery. So something also super fascinating that I've actually known for years. Um, so it's kind of one of the reasons why I'm just, I'm, I'm so cautious with all of these beautiful and amazing, um, healing substances in nature is because they can be so powerful and you just need to be very conscious of this. So ashwagandha and also goji berries, which are an, an adaptogen, they're both nightshades. So if you have a sensitivity to nightshades, you also might have an adverse reaction to these adaptogens. So more on nightshades. I did a whole podcast on them. Episode 61, what are nightshades and do they cause inflammation? So if you're curious about that, go back and listen. Um, and then one more example is, is rhodiola. So rhodiola may increase energy, strength, mental capacity, help manage stress, depression, anxiety. Yay! We love all of that. But <laughs> taking it may increase the effects of drugs that you might be taking for um, like blood thinners or blood clots. It also may prevent immunosuppressants from working. So really, we need to be aware of possible issues and contraindications. So the bottom line is adaptogens can be so amazing and so beneficial to so many of us and really, really help our overall well-being. But it's also really important to understand that it's 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 not it's not addressing a root cause of what's going on and it's really Im- also important to understand the purpose of the adaptogen that you're taking or that you want to take and how it may affect your body you know for example certain adaptogens may increase your energy so you wouldn't want to take that adaptogen before going to bed because it would be difficult for you to fall asleep 
So really, it's so, so important, again, just to work with a healthcare professional or check in with your doctor before taking any of these amazing adaptogens to make sure that they're not going to interact with any conditions you have or medications you're taking. So we can really help keep your body in this state of balance and peace as on your, you know, as you're on your your healing journey. And so there you have it. Adaptogens. Thank you so much for listening. And I just, you know, while I want to say that while I'm not an expert on this topic, I'm, I'm right now just a very interested nutrition and wellness professional, really super interested in, in adaptogens and herbs. Um, I just, I would, it's, it's really fun for me to explore this more and give you an overview of this world of adaptogens. And if you are ready to dig deep and get some support with understanding the root causes of your health issues and your chronic issues and guidance on your health journey, let's talk. I would love to hear from you. I would love to work with you. Just send me an email info at thewellnessheadquarters.com and we will set up a consult call and we will connect. And until next week, say something nice to yourself, slow down when you eat and say yes to rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you. Anti-Inflammatory Living, The Essential Guide. To get your free copy, head over to guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com to receive your free Anti-Inflammatory Living, The Essential Guide.